0: Not take that young voice out of here. I'm here to Amen. So whatever else you're hearing, I don't know I don't know about that. But when I hear that voice, I hear Amen. Praise the Lord. Well today I see, I get everything. Oh, I better grab that water just in case, but at least have it here. It's kind of a security thing, I think. I don't know. Um I'm pumped today to talk to you about Jesus. Amen. Woo! Man! I mean, all the songs, the music, everything has talked about who? Jesus. Man. Jesus. 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 There's just something about that name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you couldn't hear anything better than that you go emperors have tried to destroy it that name philosophers or philosophies have tried to stamp it out tyrants have tried to wash it from the face of the earth with the very blood of those who claimed it yet it still stands stands and there shall be that final day when every voice that has ever uttered a sound, every voice of Adam's race shall raise in one mightily chorus to proclaim the name of Jesus. For in that day every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is truly Lord. You see, it was not by mere chance that caused the angel one night long ago to say to a virgin maiden, His name, His name shall be called Jesus. 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 Right? That name. There is something about that name. Master. Right? You could go on with that. What a beautiful song. I tell you this morning, I want to open up also here with just, I mean, beyond this, it's Jesus. I want to open up with some questions first. And I don't want, you don't need to answer these, not out loud anyway, unless you're going to say amen or something. But, um, but just answer them, just think about the answer. Who and what is Jesus to you? Who and what is He? Think about that. Do you talk to Jesus? You can go like that if you want. Do you talk to Jesus? Do you praise Jesus? Do you share Jesus with others? And finally, how do you worship? Jesus? How do you worship Him? Those are thought provoking, aren't they? I I had to think about those questions and the, the answers to them. A man came walking through an art gallery when he came upon a picture of the Lord Jesus dying on the cross. He stopped and looked at the beautiful portrait of Calvary's love and as he stared in the face of Christ, so full of agony, the gallery guard tapped him on the shoulder. Lower! Said the guard. The artist painted this picture to be appreciated from a lower position. So the man bent down and from this lower position, he observed new beauties in the picture not previously shown. Lower, said the guard. Lower still. (laughs) The man knelt down on one knee and he looked up into the face of Christ. This new vantage point yielded even more beauties to behold and appreciate But motioning with his flashlight towards the ground, the guard said, lower, (laughs) go lower. You've got to go lower. So the man now dropped down on two knees and looked up. And only then as he looked up at the painting from such a low posture could he realize the artist's intended perspective. Only then could He see the full beauty of the cross. It's the same with worship, folks. Only as we ourselves lower, we get lower in humble submission, can we behold fully the glories of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Seeing Jesus, this illustration made me think it made me think a lot of things, but i it particularly made me think about how do I worship Jesus? Yeah, I mean I have a close relationship with Jesus, I have a personal one, and I feel that I can talk to him whenever I want in fact. I'll be talking to. You. Yvette thinks I'm talking to her half the time, and I'm. No, I'm just talking to Jesus, dear. Uh, I mean, I I get don't I, I get any comments? She says, "What is he talking about down there?" And I'm just Jesus and I are just going back and forth. But I am made aware in this. When I read this illustration, I am made aware. in the words, that I am to worship Him as Lord of my life. Now sometimes I just have these personal conversations, but that doesn't sound like I'm talking to a Lord. You you see what I mean? And so I need to, I need to talk to Him or I need to think of Him and worship Him. He is our Creator. He is, uh, you know, we're told in John, uh, chapter one, all things came into being through Him. And without Him, not one thing came into being. Nothing without Jesus. Wow. I mean, I started thinking, why well, don't, why well, am I might just saying, hey, hey, Lord, hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus, how you doing? You know, I, I, wait a minute. Everything that was made was made through him. The scriptures tell us he is Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Amen. Thank you. I like that. And again, Revelation chapter 5, he is called the worthy Lamb of God. And in the book of Hebrews, we're told that the resurrected Jesus now sits at the right hand of the Father. Who? Jesus. 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 In the opening part of his letter to the church in Philippi, Paul reminds us of this truth about how we are to worship Jesus. Paul first claims that Jesus came and demonstrated his love through humility, He was humble. He was a servant. He came in servitude to us. And He came uh, in obedience to the Father. That's Jesus. And, and and then Paul adds this. And Pastor Jeff is, is convinced us of this. Paul says, Therefore, Therefore, because of all this servitude and humbleness and the way Jesus came, therefore God exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Man! You see, I think it is a matter of having the right perspective in our worship of Jesus. With this understanding about worshiping Christ, I invite you to turn in your Bibles to John chapter 12, so you can use your Bible or it will be on the screen here in in a little bit. But first, I want to give you a little background to this passage. In this passage, Jesus is entering the last days of His earthly ministry. And He is making His way to Jerusalem. The Passover celebration is just days away. And He's going there. Jesus knew that His life was being threatened by the high priests and the teachers of the law. Uh, He uh His raising of Lazarus from the dead which wasn't that long ago from this passage has pushed the Jewish leaders over the edge. They're threatened. They believe Jesus is a threat to their way of life. For them, their social order that they have made has been upset. (laughs) They don't like it. Jesus' claims and his his uh, miraculous miracles are all threatening them i want to invite you to take to stretch now and stand and uh, we're going to read the gospel from the gospel so if you would everybody would uh, stand again it's up on the screen or you can use uh, your version this is the NIV i'm going to use today six days before the passover jesus came to bethany where lazarus lived whom jesus had raised from the dead Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Verse 4. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later uh, to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used it to help him, to, uh, help himself to what was put into it. Verse 7. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. You may be seated. May God uh, bless this reading of His Word today. Um, In our text here, we see that a dinner to honor Jesus is taking place. And it would seem that this dinner was prompted because Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. And I think Mary and Martha, his sisters, were pretty excited about that. And they were thankful. And they were praising Jesus. But I think it is Mary, Mary's actions, that speak loudest. In this passage. And you notice Mary said nothing. Did she? She didn't mention a word. She didn't defend herself. It was her actions. That spoke the loudest. I want you to notice that. Mary's perspective. Of Jesus. The way she sees him. At this moment. Contrasts. With everyone else. In the room everyone else, to include, from what we know, His disciples. Her view of Jesus was different than anyone else's. And as Jesus was reclining at the table, Mary walks over to Him and places herself at His feet. Now in those days, when you do that, That's considered the most lowly position to be in. To be at someone's feet. And that's what Mary did. She walked in and that's what she did. Right at His feet. She opens up a jar of expensive perfume and pours it on Jesus' feet. Then she positions herself so that she can spread the perfume using her hair. And I can't imagine a more humbling form of worship than this. Can you? I mean, to do that. To come in and do that in front of everyone. Mary is worshiping Jesus from a most lowly perspective. And she was the only one in that room doing that, from what we can tell. All four Gospels talk about this, or some form of it, this incident, this happening, was happening uh, at that moment. You see, normally in those days, the owner of the house would provide foot washing for anyone who came over, right? I mean, all of his or her guests. But notice I said would provide it. They wouldn't do it. <laughs> the servants of the house Not the owner, but the servants would wash the feet of the guests. Only the servants. For the servants, they did this from a most lowly position. A most lowly place. And here we see Mary intentionally. Now she's one of the owners of the house. She intentionally... Is worship, worshiping Jesus from this same perspective, a lowly perspective. Interestingly, a couple of days after this meal, Jesus actually washed the feet of the disciples. Maybe reinforcing what Mary had done, to kind of get that point back across to them as they were in that room and seen her do this. Another kind of a lesson for them. Would Peter refuse to let Jesus wash his feet? Jesus told Peter, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Wow. What a lesson learned. You see, for a moment Peter saw Jesus from the wrong perspective, didn't he? Peter could only see that foot washing was something a servant does. Because they had to. Instead, Jesus was showing the disciples that like Mary, they should humble themselves and want to do something for each other out of a sense of wanting to belong together. I think Mary was washing slash anointing Jesus' feet because she wanted to belong to Christ. And she wanted everybody to know it. I belong to Him. She wanted to show everyone that she belongs to Jesus. And she wanted to be a part of what He was doing. There's some indication from some of the Scriptures that she was a disciple of Jesus. I mean, she was a student. So I ask you, as you worship Jesus, Are you seeing him from the right perspective? And does your worship of him draw you closer to serving others from a more lowly or a most lowly perspective? Where do you put yourself in that? Serving them not just in thought, but in actions, wanting them to belong to Jesus. Do you serve others that way? And I ask you, do you see Jesus for who and what He is, what He really is? I think Mary did. But she first had to see Him and her world from a most lowly perspective. That's how she worshipped Jesus. Moving on, I, I want to point out that we don't know how wealthy Mary, Martha, and Lazarus really were. We don't know. But we're told in John's account that Mary willingly poured out on Jesus a very expensive perfume. It was worth, according to Judas, a year's wages. And according to the collective gospel accounts of this same thing, Jesus and perhaps the other disciples complained that Mary wasted that perfume. What a waste! And in John's account, it was Judas who suggested the perfume could have been sold. And the money could have been given to the poor. Like he really cared. Right? No matter what the complaint was or who made it, Jesus told the disciples, leave her alone. Just get away from her. Leave her alone. Man. I think when Jesus spoke those words, leave her alone, (laughs) He could see in the hearts of those complaining a willingness to hold on to something which is keeping them from being all in, like Mary is, and most generous with the things of God. While on the other hand, I believe Jesus could see that Mary worshipped Him from a most generous perspective. Not only a most lowly, but a most generous. We need to be generous that way when we worship Jesus. What I mean is Mary never considered the cost of worshiping her Lord at all. I don't think she did. I mean, she took out a year's wages and poured them on His feet. She simply decided to give all she had to worship and show her love to him. Mary was all in, no matter the cost. This made me wonder if sometimes, if sometimes, if I sometimes place too much value on my time, my money, right? My comfort my status, etc., etc., right? You can fill the other things in. When I am counting the cost of serving my Lord and my Savior. Have you ever done it? I have. I have. I thought, well, that's too much. I can't do that. I don't have time. I've got to say no. Mary didn't have to bring the most expensive perfume out. She didn't. She didn't have to. But she did. Jesus spoke numerous times about the cost of being his disciple, didn't he? Remember, he He said some things about that. And again, I don't think for a moment that he was only talking about money. In fact, I am thinking he was talking about our hearts. The giving of our hearts and how much of it we are willing to give to Him and for that matter to others in His name. He told those who followed Him in the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be My disciples. In other words, what are you holding on to, Folks. That is keeping you from being all in with Jesus. And worshiping Him from a most generous perspective. Again, He's not just talking money. He's talking your heart. A generous perspective from your heart. Giving of your heart to others, to Jesus. I ask you, do you see Jesus for who and what He really is? I think Mary did. But she had to first give up anything keeping her from giving her whole heart to Jesus and worshiping Him in the most generous way. She, count, she, she didn't even think about the cost. And finally, to wrap up, I, I, I see that Mary also worshiped Jesus from an eternal perspective as well. Now what I mean is that Mary, Mary's love for Jesus, for the Christ, Goes back to the first time Mary came, I mean, Jesus came to visit their house. The very first time. You remember that time, most of you? Earlier in Jesus' ministry, Martha saw Jesus and his disciples and invited them over. Her brother Lazarus and sister Mary also welcomed them in the house, right? While Martha is preparing the food, Mary sits where? At Jesus' feet. And Ray, I mean Martha, (laughs) complained. Oh my, Ray would fit right in there. Maybe your name might. I don't know. Mine would. Martha complained to Jesus about Mary. Martha wanted Mary to help her in the kitchen. Amen? Made sense? How I many guests are here? Why not help? Show your love for Jesus by getting your rump in here, right? Now, Reading from Luke, Jesus responds this way, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or, need, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, And it will not be taken away from her. It is eternal. What she chose is eternal. To worship her Lord. In an eternal way. Even on this first visit, Jesus is warning others about seeing Him from the right perspective. It appears that Mary has it right. She sees Jesus as He is. And that's where she wants to be. She wants to worship Him. And she wants to be with Him and near Him. I think sometimes we can become consumed with all the busyness of life and even ministry. Yes, ministry too. We can be so busy that we are robbed from worshiping our Lord. The way he wants to be worshipped. And we even fail to see Christ as he really is. John the writer of the gospel will understand later what it really means to see Jesus as he is. We read this in, John, in his first letter. Dear friends, now we are children of God and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when, Jesus, when Christ appears we shall be like him. For we shall see Him as He is. All who have this hope in Him purify themselves just as He is pure. Church, the hope, the hope in Him is the hope to be like Him. Amen? We want to be like Jesus. It is our worship of Him that draws us closer and makes us like Him. I ask you again, do you see Jesus for who and what He is this morning? I think Mary did. But she had to draw closer to Jesus so she could have that hope of seeing Him from an eternal perspective. That's all of our hope. Amen? Something eternal forever. I ask you one more time, how do you worship Christ? Today. To close our time together, I want to ask you Are you seeing Jesus from a most lowly perspective? That means you humbly, humbly do things for others out of a sense of wanting to belong together and to belong to Jesus. And secondly, Or likewise, are you seeing Jesus from a most generous perspective? That means you're willing to give up anything keeping you from giving your whole heart to Jesus and worshiping Him from a most generous perspective. You are all in. Finally, are you seeing Jesus from an eternal perspective? This says that you don't focus solely on a temporary busyness of this life. Instead, you take time to worship Him with the hope of being made more like Jesus. 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 Maybe someone in this room today, here in this room, maybe you want to know more about Jesus. You want to... You want to know more about this Jesus? Maybe you do. Maybe you even want more prayer about Jesus, about what he's, what, what you're doing in your life, and maybe how that you want him to be more in your life. And if you're in this room, I would ask you if you want me to, you want to discuss it with me, or talk about it, or even we can pray about it. Just come meet me right after we dismiss today. I'll, I'll be up, up here in front, just kind of hanging out. And if you want to do that, I'm here for you. And we can pray about anything you want to pray about. If you're online, or if you're someone who might see this later on in this week or month, I would say to you, reach out to a believer, a fellow believer, someone you know that knows is Jesus, and ask them to pray for you. And discuss this. This is how you'll get to know. Or even find a local church in your area. And find out more about this Jesus. Let us pray. Oh Lord. We as your most humble servants today. We are asking. We're asking for the work of the Holy Spirit. In us. So that we may see you, Jesus, and be more like you. That's what we're asking for today, Lord. Help us to see ourselves in the way that you see us, and help us to see others the way you see them. And Lord, help us to see you as Lord, Savior, and friend. Help us to minister to those who want to know you, to know more about you, and help us to minister to those who do who need you, Lord, now. They may not even realize it, but help us, Lord, to do that. We'd be careful to ask all these things, Lord, in the most wonderful, gracious, powerful name we know, Jesus. Well, if you would stand, I want to offer you a pastoral blessing. Uh, As you go from this place, be like Mary, okay? Be like Mary, humbly doing things for others out of a sense of wanting to belong together. As you go, be like Mary, willing to give your whole heart to Christ and His teachings. Be all in. And finally, as you go, be like Mary, taking the time to worship Jesus with the hope of being made more like Him. Amen. Go in peace. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.